It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Let's get all steamed up and excited watching Adrian Peterson last night, right? I even tweeted out he's going to win the Redskins or Super Bowl. Some people really don't get sarcasm. I guess when there's no font for sarcasm, people freak out a little bit more. Come on, if you seriously thought that I meant that seriously, then you need to maybe test your thoughts a little bit. Nick Ashew on Twitter, nickashew.com slash locked on Redskins. Yeah, look, I mean, Adrian Peterson looked good for the Redskins. The problem is that overall they didn't look that great. Uh, you know, Look, you don't want to read too much into preseason to a point, but when you've got the starters out there for essentially a first half, uh, you've got a majority of your top guys on your depth chart out there playing, and they don't look that great. They don't look in sync, especially the way the first quarter went when it came to Alex Smith in the passing game. Uh, that That's a problem. That's something you worry about. But all right, let's first look at this. Before we get to Adrian Peterson, because I understand that's what everybody cares about at this point, you got to wonder whether Alex Smith played long enough this preseason. He played one series of football against essentially another team other than the Redskins defense prior to last night. Honestly, he looked like it. He didn't look great. He didn't look in sync with this team. And this is the criticism we've always had of Jay Gruden, right? Is that Jay Gruden essentially does not play his guys enough in the pre. He doesn't give them enough time. And then they have slow starts in the regular season. And then we go back and say, well, why didn't they play more in the preseason? Three of eight passes for 33 yards, took a sack. He missed open receivers, threw into coverage. Look, Alex Smith is a smart quarterback. Alex Smith is an experienced quarterback. But I mean, look, Alex Smith's not Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's throwing like 20 passes in a game in the preseason. It's just not something that you would expect if you're on a new team, in a new offense, working with new receivers. Quite frankly, receivers don't have a ton of experience really in the NFL or on this team. I mean, guys like Paul Richardson, he's also brand new to this team too, so he's learning as much. There's this steep learning curve for the Redskins offense right now, and you just feel like they went into this not prepared enough. That's what makes it such a difficult thing to stomach right now. Basically, so 38 snaps for Alex Smith for the entire preseason in his first year in this Redskins offense. I understand that he's an NFL veteran, but at the same time, you still have to have a little more experience with the guys that you're working with in this offense. So I, I, That worries me because you know he's not going to play the fourth preseason game, obviously. So if the Redskins do get off to a slow start offensively in the regular season, look, that's going to be the first thing that everybody circles back to when it comes to Jay Gruden and when it comes to the way the preseason was handled for them. I will say this. There is no question now that Adrian Peterson is going to make this team, right? We, we saw what he did. We saw the way that he played. We saw the runs that he broke off. 
He made the team, and he's not going to play in the fourth preseason game either. And I was saying this the other night on the radio with Chris Russell. I was like, look, there's no way that this guy plays in the fourth preseason game. That's the game where the last few guys that are trying to make the roster as, you know, the 52nd and 53rd man, essentially, or special teams, that's the game for them. Future Hall of Famer, who up until last night has played one other preseason game in the last six years, is not playing in the fourth preseason game. The Redskins saw all they needed to see from from uh, Adrian Peterson, and that's I mean that's good, right? That's what we wanted. If he went out there and looked like he couldn't play football anymore, you'd say, oh, uh, we're in trouble right now. But Adrian Peterson has now proven that he's still got he's still something left in the tank. Like this guy's not going to run for a thousand yards. We can pretend, we can get excited, and we can over exaggerate on social media. Guy's not going to run for 1,000 yards, but, I mean, you got to think of what he actually did overall. 11 carries, 56 yards, had a 15-yard run. I'm shocked that he even got 11 carries. I thought it would be, like, five or six. Like, I think the other night, Russell and I were talking, and I said, let's set the over-under at 7.5 in terms of carries for Adrian Peterson. And I thought the Redskins ended up would go under that. So I'm happy that Jay Gruden did that. Everybody should look at that and say that that was a positive. That was Jay Gruden really putting all of his effort into that and saying, look, we're going to make sure we know whether Adrian Peterson's got something left in the tank. And look, it's fair, man. The guy's 33 years old. We know what the shelf life is for running backs in the NFL. These guys can be dominant right away as a rookie. We've seen it plenty of times. But by the time they hit 30, 31, it's just not the same anymore physically. They just can't do what they used to do. You get pounded and beaten to the ground week after week. This is just what you see from running backs that tend to hit their 30s. But Adrian Peterson looked good. When you have 11 carries in the preseason and look strong and run off double-digit runs, you break to the outside. You have The, the field vision is not going to go anywhere for him. He's a smart football player. He gets that. It's the how can he do it physically. And this is essentially what you'll probably see from him in the regular season anyway. 10 to 12, 13 carries maybe in a game. Splitting time with guys like Chris Thompson on third down. Capri Bibbs. Uh, look, Byron Marshall, there's a good chance now he may not make the roster. I would think Rob Kelly probably makes it over Byron Marshall, but maybe they decide, look, Rob Kelly's just not has not shown us enough in the preseason where he can justify making this team, and they decide that they're going to hold on to Byron Marshall, makes the team who's still going to be out a couple more weeks, and then they're okay. And then, like, oh, we can – because, look, eight carries for 19 yards, 2.4 yards a carry again for Rob Kelly. That's it. Like he just has not shown anything this preseason where you say, I understand the coaches love the guy. I told you, I've interviewed him plenty of times. He's a really nice guy. You root for him. You root for a guy who has that story. But in the end, you just it's going to be really difficult for Rob Kelly to probably make this team if the coaching staff decides Adrian Peterson's a guy that they can start games off with, Chris Thompson on third down, Capri Bibbs at times, and then Byron Marshall out there once he's back and healthy, let's say in a couple of weeks. They can roll with those four and be good. That'll work for them this year. So it, it, it puts them in a tough position, but it also puts them in a, a better position as a coaching staff because now you at least have choices, right? Like if Adrian Peterson went out there and had five carries for nine yards, you'd be like, oh man, I don't think this is going to work. But it gives you options now and it puts you in a position where you can justify him making the roster. I'll say this too, for the Redskins, the biggest positive out of the entire preseason for them, Darius Geis and his torn ACL obviously aside, they're healthy. This team is healthy heading into the regular season. They can make roster choices for the most part. Byron Marshall, obviously, kind of a situation they're going to have to think about and decide whether or not they want to have him on the roster right away instead of putting him on IR and then have him be out a couple of weeks on top of that. So other than that, they're healthy. And that's rare for what this team dealt with and really what they even went through the last few weeks. 
They're going to go into the regular season. They're going to go into the final cuts. Well, the only cuts, because that's all they do now. And they're going to make the decision based on talent, based on need, and not based on injury. And that's a rare thing for this team. Look, I don't know whether Jordan Reed and Chris Thompson are 100%. They sat them out this preseason, and they brought them along slowly because look, Chris Thompson obviously still recovering from that broken leg from last year. Jordan Reed is just always hurt. Like, he needs to live in a bubble. But that's fine. Live in the bubble so you can be healthy, and they can have you out there at least 12 to 13 games this season. You hope that they're ready to go for the regular season, but at least it's not something where they're sitting out because of an injury that they sustained in training camp, right? This is a great thing, and it's it's a rare thing for Jay Gruden to have to deal with. Like, for the most part, Jay Gruden has had to deal with a ton of obstacles throughout most of his time with the Redskins, from coming in and having to re- basically rebuild his team, which was a mess, from the Kirk Cousins RG3 situation to then the injuries that he's had to deal with over the years. Like, this is an opportunity for Jay Gruden now to have essentially a full roster minus his you'd think franchise running back over the next few years, but you just miss out on Darius guys for a year. Maybe Adrian Peterson is that bridge for the gap for at least one year. This is look, this is overall a good scenario for them. And the fourth preseason game when they see Baltimore next week is it's just icing on the cake. Last few guys you hope could maybe be special teamers guys that may be adding some depth to you on your defensive line, like Phil Taylor, you know, you're going to be looking at players like that. And that's good. That puts you in a much better position when you're the Redskins. As long as nobody gets hurt in practice over the next few days, then I'm fine with that. Like, knock on wood, that's what happens. But you're not going to look at preseason results. I never care when teams win. Look, the Redskins lose this game, and you shouldn't care. Don't don't ever look at, okay, they lose 29-17. Nobody cares. The Patriots lose tons of preseason games. They don't care. Then they win the Super Bowl. You have to look at the quality of play. Redskins had some good series on both sides of the ball. First team, second team, they lacked consistency still. Overall, we still lack consistency with them, and that's one of the big issues that they're going to have to now pay attention to in practice, and you hope that some of it is just they're playing a small amount in the preseason, in this game, and that's really all that it is. Jay Gruden said that his top goal was to get the starters through the preseason healthy. They were. That's why that's the biggest positive for me as we head to that fourth preseason game because – Look, you're not going to see any of the starters anyway. It's going to tell us nothing other than maybe a couple of heroes that may squeak onto the roster. So, look, if you want your team to be healthy getting into the regular season, some of it is probably going to then affect the way that you play, the consistency, how guys are used even in that third preseason game. So there's a little bit of a balance there that you're going to have to think about. That's why I don't get overly worked up over preseason. But you still have to look at some of the trends here. And there were inconsistencies with Alex Smith, and you hope that he gets that together and this team gets sharp by week one against Arizona. All right, we're going to hear from Adrian Peterson and Jay Gruden next. I told you, we got a bonus podcast today because, well, you know, you know the story and why I missed a couple this week. But I got power in the house. So that's good. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's nice to actually have your lights working again. So that's the most important thing. Jay Gruden, Adrian Peterson coming up next on the Locked on Redskin podcast. Bonus edition. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Redskins. 11 carries, 56 yards, and the Redskins 29-17 loss to Denver in their third preseason game. And a preseason hero. Everybody loves him now. Here's Adrian Peterson. Some of the terminology is kind of similar to what I've experienced in the past, so that helped out a lot. Um, but I still have a lot to learn. And, you know, so here the next two and a half weeks, I'm just going to keep my nose in the book. Is, is this a, was this a case, no training camp, just a couple of days practice where kind of muscle memory kicks in and you, you see what's in front of you and you're just playing football all of a sudden? Uh, yeah, and then you get your reps in practice, you know, and uh, so that was really good as well to go out there and kind of shock the body. You know, because it's different from cutting, you know, at O-Athletic on the turf and then cutting in front of 300-pound guys and trying to sprint away from them. Um, So when I got out there, it was all about just being patient and um, not trying to rush and, you know, just hit it when I I had the opportunity. Adrian, was it weird to play so much in the preseason since we know you rarely played in the preseason throughout your career? Um, No, not at all. You know, so many years I've begged to play in the preseason. And I've been shut down, you know, so they're not to beg me at all to play this week. <laughs> Adrian, do you have any sense, if you can kind of take the week as a whole, do you have any kind of sense of the impression that you've made this week? Mm, not really. Um, but, you know, me just taking advantage of the opportunity, you know, and coming in and, you know, setting an example for the young guys and, you know, making the guys on the, on the defensive side better as well and the offensive line as well with just how I approach practice. You know, that's, that's been my mentality from going on 12 years now. You know, so for me, it's like, it's, it's, it's the norm. Was there anything you were curious about for yourself tonight or wanted to prove to yourself coming out tonight? Um, just to kind of gauge and see where I was, you know, because I missed OTAs and training camp. My first time experiencing that. Um, I saw the, the year have my ACL. But I was I was still working out and was able to run around with, you know, um, the first team a little bit with no contact. So uh, just kind of getting out there and seeing where my wind was, where how my legs felt, and um, to kind of see the feel with the offensive line. And where were you? I I feel good. I can say that much. <laughs> Uh, fourth preseason game on Thursday. Veterans rarely play in that. If you're asked if you would like to play in that, would you? Do you want to play in it if if, if they want you to? We'll see. We will, I'll talk to the coach, and you know we'll go from there. You know, but uh, having two and a half weeks um, ahead of me before the season opener, and based on how I felt today, I'm I'm pretty excited. Adrian, the running back room is particularly tight on this team. Um, a couple of guys admitted to crying when Darius got hurt. Um, and it's also got a guy in Chris Thompson who's been in the system a long time. Entering that room, what was your sense of that group? And also how helpful have those guys been in terms of learning the technology, maybe bridging the gaps of the things that you knew, obviously playing a long time, and then mm-hmm. the, the terminology that is new to you? Mm, uh, it was easy to sense that they were a tight, tight group. you know, And I just see that just by sitting back and watching how they converse with each other. Um, but they've been very helpful as well, you know, with kind of pointing out and teaching me little things to kind of help me along the process. Um, so I, I feel like for us in the, the group, you know, uh, we, there's, there's a lot that you can expect from us this year. And, um, you know, me just being around 
for you know going on 12 years there's things that I see and I know that I try to you know teach those teach those young guys you know so um, we are um, helping each other Take a few more. You mentioned communicating <clears throat> with the, uh, the offensive lineman. What was it like to be out there with Trent? And uh, felt, obviously your good friend. Your good friend. It felt good, man. You know, um, it's something I, me and him, have talked about for a minute now, and uh, just to have the opportunity to be behind him and the rest of the crew, it's a blessing for me. You know, because the past couple of years it's been kind of been kind of rough as far as the, the offensive line goes for me for different landing spots. New Orleans, they had a really decent offensive line, but we already we already know how that ended. But uh, you know, it's it's cool. Uh, I've I've been enjoying it so far. Adrian, can you take us through what you remember on that last run, the fourth down run, kind of from mm-hmm. when you got the handoff, maybe until when when Trent em- embraced you? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember in the huddle when uh, Alex called a play. I was like, dang, you know, normally I like to lead play just to kind of cram it in there and get the first down. But then I was like, you know what, I'm sure they're going to stack, you know, play the inside A-gaps and B-gaps, trying to take it away. So when he called the play, I just kind of, you know, got in my mind that I was going to be patient and uh, just watch and see how the play developed. I actually had a two-way go. I could have took it into the C-gap, and, uh, and I almost did. And then the outside was wide open, you know, so I just kind of, you know, turned on the speed a little bit, got around, and... Um, try to make a big play out of it. You know, I got on the sideline when, when Trent embraced me, and I was like, man, I should have crossed, just crossed field. He was like, no, you did, you did, you did good enough. That's all you need to do, you know, so. But I'm always thinking that way, you know, like what, I'm going to the sideline, I'm asking the guys, hey, what you guys think I could have did better, this, that, or another, you know, so. Um, and I do the same thing for, for those guys, you know, make sure you come and ask me, you know, what. And I'm, I'm also going to those guys and telling them what I think they could have did better as well. Agent, to that regard, is is that where you are in your career right now? I mean, you've accomplished so much, but being a mentor and teaching these other guys how to be a professional at this stage in your career, is that something that's heavy on your mind, like giving back to the sport? Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, this week it's been kind of, you know, just having Kelly and, you know, and, and Bibbs, those guys just kind of talking. It's like... I kind of catch them looking at me sometimes, you know, and it's like just hearing some of the stories about when these guys were in high school and in college and how they watched film and highlights of me, you know. So that's that's why I play the game, to be able to inspire, you know, the, the young kids. And, you know, not only by my, you know, by my game, but just the adversity and things that, you know, you go through just being strong. So... Um, to be here and actually have those guys around, you know, guys that looked up to me, and to be able to continue to mentor those guys is uh, it's, it's a blessing. You know, everything comes around full circle. All right, we're going to hear from Jay Gruden next. It's the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
The start of the NFL regular season is actually right around the corner. And this season, don't sit around watching the Redskins from home when you could be at FedEx Field and the crowd cheering on in person thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is offering Locked On Redskins listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use the exclusive promo code Locked On. That's Locked On. New customers only, and this offer is only good through the end of August. So you got to get started right away. Preseason and regular season tickets are available now. The Redskins kick off their home schedule on September 16th against the Colts, and you could be there for all the excitement go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code locked on for 10 percent off your first order the offseason's over the nfl is back and vivid seats wants to help you get to the game you are locked on redskins surprisingly when jay gruden stepped to the podium last night the first question wasn't actually about adrian peterson it was about alex smith and the offense which we mentioned earlier in the podcast it didn't look great especially in that first quarter Here's Jay Gruden. Uh, yeah, he, he probably had some plays he wish he had back. Um, you know, I pulled Trent pretty early. My job, my goal was to get to one offense, uh, some looks, and uh, get him off the field after about uh, three or four drives, really, no matter what. Um, I wanted to get some key backups, some good work against uh, some of their ones, and that's what happened. But uh, my whole intent is to get our starting group to Arizona healthy and uh Looks like that's what we're on pace to do right now. What did you see from Adrian Peterson tonight? I saw a big guy running pretty hard, really. You know, he had a five-yard average, I believe, had a couple good bounces. And, uh, you know, the thing I liked about some of his runs is it looked like they are like gains of ones, and he'd fall forward for a gain of three. The first run of the day, you know, I thought it was a three-yard gain. He ends up second and three. And, of course, we took a sack that we should never take on the next play. Uh, but uh, I was impressed with Adrian the way he ran. Jay, how do you get that timing with, with like Alex and the first team guys in game action? You know, because you don't want them to get hurt and you don't get to play them much in the preseason. How do you kind of get that going into the preseason? Well, it's hard because a lot of our first teamers weren't playing anyway. Crowder didn't play. Um, you know, obviously Jordan Reed didn't play. Um, Chris Thompson didn't play. So uh, some of our key components when it comes to timing, you know, weren't on the field. So the big thing was I wanted to really focus in on the running game and try to get Adrian some good looks and. Uh, and, and we accomplished that to some degree, but uh, I wish we'd have done a little bit better job in the passing game today. Do you think Adrian will need to play again Thursday, or did you see what you needed to see? We'll see. I'm going to check out the tape, see how he's feeling uh, body-wise, and, and we'll go from there. You know, I think Samaje should be okay by Thursday, and we'll get some good looks at them, and, and uh, we have some other guys to look at. So, um, you know, we still got a lot of work to do as far as Thursday's concerned looking at players. When it comes especially to your first-team guys, how – how do you evaluate this like dress rehearsal game versus a regular preseason game versus a regular season game, game planning, how much of the offense you use, all those kinds of factors? For this game? Yeah. So how, like, how does this game compare to the other preseason games versus a regular season game? Uh, we just had probably put an extra day's worth into it, you know, really. Uh, we try to show them how we're going to practice. You know, mainly it was about practicing with the cards and how we're going to do scout team and all that stuff to just get a heads up on that as far as – game plan time it would probably I would compare it to like a Thanksgiving day or Thursday game kind of thing as opposed to a regular Sunday game you know all right so next up for the Redskins they got one final preseason game of course it's the fourth one it's against Baltimore in Baltimore it's going to be no starters whatsoever you know the drill you know how that works by now but there will be some players that will likely be trying to still make the team for them uh, on special teams add some depth we'll get an opportunity to see some of them and throughout the week we'll get an opportunity to hear from Jay Gruden to see sort of where the players are and how they're going to approach that game more 
as they get closer, although we know with Jay Gruden, he doesn't necessarily give us anything. He's now Jay Belichick. He doesn't give us the same type of information, and the same quotes and the long-winded, detailed answers that he used to give us. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with the Locked on Redskins podcast. Remember, I'm at Nick Ashew on Twitter, nickashew.com slash Locked on Redskins. Talk to you Monday. You are Locked on Redskins. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.